Manx Radio's Update with Paul Moran. Pastor Mai, good evening. It's half past five and this is Update for Friday, 27th of January from Manx Radio. A 30-minute look at the latest news on the Isle of Man, plus background to the news, sport, business, sea watch and travel updates, plus the newsmakers in person. Tonight, Appeal Commissioner resigns. Athlete raises more than 10000 for charity after the toughest race of his life. Ireland's minimum wage to increase from April. Manx golfer Anna Dawson to make a pro debut in Kenya. Holocaust Memorial Day is commemorated this weekend. Peel Commissioner's bylaw results are revealed. And FC Alaman face Squires Gate in a relegation battle this weekend. Man Benham for all your business and legal needs. Now at the time at 5.31, let's get the latest headlines with Lewis Foster. Faster my Lewis. Faster my. With plans announced to increase the minimum wage to £10.75, the Enterprise Minister says government is hoping to close the gap on the living wage. The proposed £1.25 per hour increase will go before Timwald next month. Manx Care says some people have been frequently leaving their cars in areas they shouldn't in Nobles Hospital's car park, causing hazards and safety issues. It says officers from the Department of Infrastructure have been policing the area and issuing parking violation fixed penalty tickets. In Castletown Commissioners is to increase its rates for the next financial year. The town rate currently sits at 312 pence, but this will increase to 356 pence in the pound. In the international news, a mother whose baby lived for just 23 minutes says a fine imposed on an NHS trust sends a clear message that patient safety must be prioritised. Winter Andrews was starved of oxygen in a catalogue of failures at the Queen's Medical Centre in Nottingham in 2019. A man's being crushed to death by a pop-up toilet he was working on in London's West End. He was trapped underground as he tried to set up the urinal. And the UK chancellors appear to rule out further tax cuts, insisting that reducing inflation is the best tax cut right now. In a major speech outlining his economic priorities, Jeremy Hunt also hit back at what he called the declinism, which led to talking Britain down. Those are the headlines. I'll be back with more at six o'clock. Man Benham. Contact us by phone, video call, email or face-to-face. We're happy to connect with you. Manx Radio Weather with Manx Glass and Glazing. So remaining fairly cloudy this evening with light westerly winds and a minimum temperature down to 4 degrees. Cloudy tomorrow with occasional outbreaks of light rain or drizzle. A top temperature reaching 8 degrees tomorrow. Sunrise tomorrow morning is at 8.13 and we're getting ever so close to 5 o'clock for sunsetting tomorrow at 10 to 5. The outlook generally dry but cloudy for much of Sunday. Fresh to strong southwest winds with a maximum temperature up to 10 degrees. High water today earlier at 3.31. Uh, low water tonight at 8 minutes past 10, down to 1.3 metres. High water early tomorrow morning at uh, 4 o'clock in the morning, 5.9 metres. And then low water later tomorrow morning at 10.09 to 1.7 metres. Visit the Banks Glass and Glazing website and see a range of products from windows to doors, mirrors to splashbacks. Manxglass.com 
It's Holocaust Memorial Day and this weekend there'll be a service open to everyone at St Mary of the Isle Church in Douglas starting at 3pm. Ten years ago an acorn was brought over from Auschwitz concentration camp and planted in Patrick next to two Jewish internees graves. Now a plaque has been placed there and Lindsay Quayle, a member of the island's Jewish community, explains why it's so important to have this reminder. We wanted somewhere for the tree to go that it would have a special meaning and we knew about Nakalo internment camp and the fact that so many, 26,000 I believe, were actually interned here during the First World War. So we felt that this oak tree was to commemorate anybody all over the world who had been interned anywhere at any time. When Ian initially contacted you and said, I've got these five seeds from the crematorium, what went through your mind? My first thought was, um, where can we put them that they mean something significant? To that end, I contacted um, my friend Carol Jemson. Um, through her, we got, we got in touch with Douglas Borough Council who allowed us to put one in Hutchinson Square where they'd just done this the square as a memorial to the island of barbed wire story and then we were trying to find think where to put the other one and at the, at the same time the story of Nicaela was being brought more to the front because Alison and her husband were was looking at starting this wonderful museum that they have here. But eventually, we, we've got this beautiful stone that was set here yesterday. We're coming up to a time now where most of the people who were either part of the Holocaust or their family had been, a lot of them are gone now. But we need to keep these things alive because it shouldn't happen again. Sadly, it does. There are still atrocities being committed all over the world, but hopefully not on the scale that this was done. I found a lovely little piece in the Jewish prayer book, the Siddur, and it was a rabbi saw an old man planting an acorn of an oak tree, and he said to him, why are you planting that? You will never see, you will never live long enough to see it grow. And the man said, I'm not planting it for me. I am planting it for the generations after me so that they can enjoy its fruit and its shade. And I think that sums it up very nicely. Oren Smith has faced one of the toughest races the UK has to offer and come out of it raising more than £10,000 for the Alaman MS Society. The Manx machine recently completed the 268 continuous mile spine race. The event gives competitors 160 hours to finish it and has a 51% finish rate. Oren, along with friend Clarence, came in joint 10th. He explained the freezing pain he experienced at his lowest point. My legs were exhausted. My body temperature dropped like dramatically, so it gets in my bivy. Immediately, it felt warm as soon as I got into my uh, sleeping bag. Like I must have nodded off, and when I opened my eyes, I was like shaking, like really aggressively. So I kind of knew there's there's something wrong there. And I put my hand down the side of my sleeping bag, and it was just absolutely freezing cold. What had happened is, so when you sleep in a bivy, you kind of have to have your head outside the bag, so the condensation kind of gets out. But because it was so cold. You I put my head up. inside, yeah. condensation built up, and it starts freezing. And then it's, condens- it's like a layer of like frozen water all down the inside of, of my bivy and in my sleeping bag as well. So I thought, I'm going to have to start moving now. Anyway, get out of my sleeping bag, go to put my trainers on, and they were like all compressed and frozen. And, and the laces, because I'd been running through bogs and things like that, they'd kind of accumulated water, which had frozen, and then just more and more of water frozen on top. So it was like two ice cubes instead of laces. 
And I was like, I can't get the... I was thinking, I'm going to have to, like, go eight miles through Moreland and stuff just in my socks. Like, I was banging them off the wall, nothing was happening. I ended up getting my jet boil out, boiling up some water. I made some hot food just to get my body temperature up. And then I had a little bit of water left. So I went to kind of pour that on the laces. It didn't really do much, and I thought, that's just going to start freezing now as well. So I panicked, and I just started biting my laces, started biting all the ice off, off my laces. I managed to get them free. You know, the reason why I did this whole thing in the first place is because I, I, I felt what Chris was going through. Obviously, I couldn't feel exactly what he was going through, but I, I, could, I felt something. And it's his pain that made me, like, care. And I think if you got rid of all the pain in the world, then you'd also get rid of all of the caring in the world, because you... That's, you know, when we feel someone else's pain, we feel it and then we start to care, don't we? An extended interview with Oren will soon be available at manxradio.com. If you have a news story for Manx Radio to investigate and report, email newsroom at manxradio.com or call 682-631 any time of day or night. The island's minimum wage could increase to £10.75 from April. The proposed £1.25 uh, uh, increase will go before Timwell next month. It's 30 pence higher than was suggested by the island's minimum wage committee. Enterprise Minister Laurie Hooper explained how they've reached that figure. The reason that we've ended up going sort of higher than they recommended uh, is uh, quite simply because of the Timwall's commitment and the government commitment to achieve parity with the living wage. So there's a recommendation from July 2021 that says within five years, the minimum wage should transition to the living wage. In the island plan, we've set a target date for getting that uh, transition to be completed by 2025. So that gives us three years, really. Uh, we've got this this April, April 24, April 25 in order to close the gap between the minimum wage and the living wage. And so the way that we got to the figure of 10.75 was to deal with an inflationary uplift. So we know inflation is quite significant at the moment. So uh, the current rate of £9.50 increased by roughly about 10% in terms of that inflationary element. But then there was also an additional element to try and close around about a third of the gap between the minimum wage and the living wage. The thinking being, if we close a third this year, a third next year, and the third the year after, it gets us then to uh, where Timwald has asked us to be and where the island plan says we should be by 2025. The the worry we had uh, in taking that at a slower pace would have been instead of having uh, equally spreading it out over three years, you'd then be trying to squeeze that extra increase between the minimum and living wage into two years if we didn't start till next year or indeed if we left it all until 2025 you'd see another big jump in 2025 so the the 1027 uh, so the 10.75 figure is more about uh, trying to smooth that increase out over a longer period of time and also uh, trying to give businesses some confidence and some understanding that says this is the glide path uh, this is what it's going to look like over the next few years which should hopefully help uh, people plan over the next few years rather than having to worry about what each minimum wage is going to be here at any given point in time. Manx golfer Anna Dawson says she's very excited to be making her professional debut at the magical Kenya Ladies Open next week. It's after she earned a high category in the Ladies European Tour Q School in December, meaning she could receive invites to several tour events this season. Since I started playing the game, the whole goal has been I wanted to turn professional, so obviously getting to do that, I feel very lucky. But obviously to be making my professional debut in a European Tour event definitely makes that just that much sweeter. How are you going to prepare for that intensity and that level of competition that might have been different to, say, previous years? Yeah, I mean, it is really different and it is something, obviously, I've given quite a lot of thought into. But with the position I'm in right now, obviously, you know, I haven't kind of got that experience yet and I'm not 
too sure what to expect or where I'm going to be playing. A lot of it I'm just going to have to take as it comes. Aside from the fact that you'll be coming up against high-caliber players, what are the sort of differences in the courses and in your game and other people's game that you think you might be seeing? Yeah, well, Q School, the course was set up a bit longer than maybe some of the amateur tournaments that we played. Fortunately for me, I would say one of my strengths is my distance. So that didn't kind of make too much of a difference. But I saw a big step up with the girls I played with at pre-qualifier compared to the final qualifier. And, you know, they hit it. They did hit it further and everything was just a bit more tardy. So I think the courses might be set up a little bit different. But I was fortunate enough the girls I played with at final stage were really nice. And they played on European tour the last couple of years so I got to ask them a few questions and I think the setup was very similar to how we played at La Manga and you know I felt I did feel comfortable in that course so if it if it's like that then it's just going to be managing staying on top of my game and managing playing such a fuller season this year. Sea Watch with the Isle of Man Steam Packet Company. Uh, the Ben McCree left Haitian this afternoon at uh, five past two and is about uh, 30 seconds away from uh, docking in Douglas. Uh, out again tonight, about uh, quarter to eight, should be in Haitian at half past 11. Overnight sailing at 2.15. Should be back in Douglas Harbour round about six o'clock tomorrow. For more information, head to manxradio.com and click on news, then click on to travel. Follow the Steam Packet on Twitter for the latest sailing information. A bylaw questionnaire organised by Peel Commissioners has revealed residents in Peel wouldn't be in favour of giving dogs more access to Peel Beach. The survey was organised to form the basis of a new bylaws and support any that are currently in use. Local democracy reporter Emma Draper has more. The survey was sent to 3,000 homes and was completed by 369 people, a response of just over 10%. Questions range from prohibiting mobile dwellings in public places, which 294 respondents would be in favour of having, to preventing the feeding of animals and birds including seagulls, which was favoured by 299 people. Residents were asked if they would like to move a prohibition from the 1st of April to the 1st of May to allow dogs onto Peel Beach for a longer period of time. However, 230 people said they would not be in favour of giving dogs an extra month of access to the beach. I spoke to Clark of the local authority, Derek Sewell, about the consultation. The commissioners have to periodically review their bylaws. So the consultation is a review of existing bylaws because we already have a set of dog bylaws and we already have a set of general bylaws, but to some degree they're, they're, they're quite old. For example, the dog bylaws of 2010 and the general bylaws are, are a lot longer ago than that. They're in the late 90s, I think they were, they were approved. So actually what we were looking to consult on based on the, um, any proposed changes to those bylaws. So, so that, was the, that formed the basis of the consultation. Manx Radio Business Briefing. One of Britain's biggest family-owned businesses has snapped up a 193 million stake in Sainsbury's. Best Way, which owns Costcutter and Bargain Booze, said it had acquired a 3.45% holding, equivalent to around 80.7 million shares in the supermarket, which is the UK's second biggest. Based on Sainsbury's share price at close on Thursday at 239.4 pence, the acquisition would be valued at around £193.4 million. Bestway said it had no plans to make an offer for the grocer, but said it may look to purchase more shares at a later date. UK and European markets were mixed after the US economy... uh 
Economic data came in stronger than expected with a slew of rate hike decisions due next week. US stocks were mixed as investors weigh in on fresh economic data, including consumer spending data, a closely watched measure by the Federal Reserve. Oil prices rose for a second session, buoyed by the better than expected US economic growth, strong middle refining margins and hopes of a rapid recovery in Chinese demand. And gold edged lower as US uh, robust U- US economic data was seen as fodder for the Federal Reserve to keep interest rates high for a longer but caution ahead of inflation data and the policy meeting next week put a floor under bullion prices. The Stock Market Report, brought to you by Ramsey Crookall. At the close, the FTSE 100 uh, was up 0.05% at 7765. The DAX also up 0.07% at 15142. At uh, quarter to five, the Dow Jones closed up 0.03% at 33957. The S&P 500 also up 0.06% at 4062. The Nasdaq up 0.36% at 11555. Exchange rates, a pound will buy you $1.238 and we'll buy 1.140 euros and in commodities gold finished up 0.15% at 1931$ and Brent crude oil was down 0.67% at 86.84$ The world was a very different place when Ramsey Crookall set up business back in 1946 but his passion for providing outstanding service and looking after every client as if they were one of the family has endured for over 76 years. So if you're looking for the continuity of a personal, bespoke investment strategy, perhaps it's time to look at our discretionary services. Trustworthy, dependable and tailored. Ramsey Crookle, the island's investment specialist. Call 717171 or visit ramseycrookle.com. Licensed and regulated by the Isle of Man Financial Services Authority. Of Man Watersports. Weather with Manx Glass and Glazing. Cloudy with occasional light rain and drizzle at first on Saturday and possibly in the evening. Dry on Sunday and bright to start before turning cloudy with the risk of the light rain in the evening. Uh, sea temperature is 9 Celsius. Saturday wind 3 or 4 soon veering north or northwest backing west in the evening increasing west or southwest 4 or 5 later. Uh, wave height is less than 0.8 metres. Wave period 3 seconds becoming 4 or 5 seconds later. High tide Saturday is 4.22 Sunday. Uh, west or southwest 4 or 5, soon increasing 5 or 6, veering west or northwest later. Wave height is 0.8 metres, soon becoming 1 to 1.5 metres, then 1.5 to 2 metres. Wave period is 4 or 5 seconds, and high tide on Sunday is 8 pm. Manx glass and glazing can produce bespoke splashbacks for your kitchen in any colours. Speak to the team on 674 573. Commissioner Mike Wade has resigned from his role. Mr Wade was elected to the board in 2021 local elections and his resignation means a by-election will now take place. Our local democracy reporter Emma Draper has more. The former commissioner topped the poll in the Peel election with 1,114 votes. He says he's standing down to focus on his business, which has placed increased demand on his time. In a statement, he said it will only increase this year and unfortunately I have found I will have insufficient time left available to successfully fulfil my commissioner's obligations. I hope my resignation will allow someone with the necessary time to take these matters forward. 
Chair of the Commissioners, Rory Heaton, said she was sad to receive his resignation, but says Mr Wade made valuable contributions during his time at the local authority. I spoke to Mr Wade after his decision was announced. Thanks to the rest of the commissioners. It's been a very challenging and interesting period of time. And uh, special thanks to the commissioners as elected on the board with Frank Crompton, Madeleine Kelly and Bowie Heaton. She's, uh, Bowie's now chairwoman and she's an amazing woman to work with. Madeline's a very committed commissioner and thanks. And incredibly enthusiastic and energetic fellow. Which, so, and he's full of ideas. It's exactly what Peel needs at the moment. They should be given time, they should be given a lot of patience and they should be given a lot of support. Manx Radio Sport. He with the uh, sport tonight is Manx Radio Sports editor Rob Pritchard. Faster my Rob. Faster my. Good evening. Starting this evening with football, and amid the latest round of fixtures is the prospect of a cup final this weekend. The women's floodlit cup final takes place at 2:45 p.m. on Sunday and sees current holders Corinthians take on Peel at the Bowl in the latest battle for the silverware. The day before that, on Saturday, sees the latest round of men's league fixtures being held across the Isle of Man. Among the ties, league leaders Peel are back on home soil to host Douglas Royal. They're Currently eight points clear of second place Corinthians, who are on the road to face bottom of the table Moran. All games across the leagues on Saturday will kick off at 2 p.m. In rugby, two of the island's rugby sides are back on their travels in UK competition tomorrow. Douglas travel to Birkenhead Park in the regional 2 Northwest, while struggling vagabonds head to Thornton Cleveleys in the County's 3 ADM Langs Cheshire Division. Douglas ran their Wirral opponents close at Portishee earlier in the campaign. Manx Radio rugby correspondent Dave Christian thinks this could be cause for optimism against a strong Birkenhead Park side. Douglas won't be uh, relishing this trip. Having said that, Portishee, Birkenhead Park won but only by five points. That was back in October. Douglas will therefore uh, have that in their locker and be thinking these guys could be, could just be beatable. Elsewhere, one fixture on Ireland on Saturday in the Ravenscroft Manx Trophy as Southern Nomads Whites host Ramsey Blues and Western Vikings at Balakilia Park. And finally, the third week of the 2023 Men's and Ladies Manx Hockey takes place on Saturday. Among the pick of the ties is in the Men's Premier League where defending champions Backers A host a buoyant Castletown A who've impressed early on. Manx Radio Hockey correspondent Ben Cunningham wonders if there could be a shock on the cards. Back is A, of course, reigning champions, but then Castown A did beat Vikings A. So the question is, can they beat the reigning champions? It'll be interesting to see. I think they're definitely, definitely going to be up for it. Manx Radio Travel, driven by Keyside Tyres and Service Centre. Eight minutes away from six, not hearing anything happening on the roads uh, at the moment. Uh, just checking down at the airport, all flights appear to be on time. Departures to Belfast, Liverpool, also London, Gatwick. Uh, arrivals in from Gatwick, Liverpool and also London City. Roadworks uh, in Douglas and uh, the Capital Temporary Light on Paul Rosney at the entrance of the golf club 24 hours a day uh, for work on the pavements, uh, narrow lanes, uh, Still down at Victoria Street and some traffic lights down there uh, earlier as well. Princess Road closed for patching work. Heading south, Balabeg uh, near Arbury Parish, also in Port Erin. Temporary lights uh, up at Promenade, also the Bradder Road. And in the west, uh, the Shore Road closed for that patching work. Keyside Tyres and Service Centre. Spread your payments interest-free. Get more with... Keyside... You're listening to the Isle of Man's quintessential daily news and current affairs roundup. Update on Manx Radio.
And finally, FC Alaman face a crunch clash tomorrow evening against fellow NWCFL Premier Division strugglers Squires Gate at the Bowl. The two sides sit 17th and 18th in the league, respectively. Ravens interim manager Paul Jones was asked if the game is being seen as a six-pointer. We play them in two games' times, don't we? So, we, you know, we play them them uh, just after the Kendall game so look it's a it's a big game the players are talking about it being a big game they see it as an opportunity as I say to really start to put into place some of the things that we're talking about and some of the things they're learning and, and some of the things they've improved so you know we, we see it as an important fixture we see it as one of the bigger games of the season and I hope that that expectation that they're placing on themselves helps them to deliver a performance that we know we're ca- they're capable of it's my job you know to keep that in a positive frame rather than putting too much pressure or expectation on them but certainly they're in a good place they're really looking forward to it they can't wait to get out and and hopefully perform in front of a really good crowd and yeah there's no getting away from it it's a big game on Saturday and and we're looking forward to it The last game a 3-0 defeat at home to the league leaders uh, Vauxhall Motors now that you've had a a few days and a couple of training sessions after that to, to think about it going into this Saturday and the following weeks What's missing, do you think, at the moment in the squad just to try and get results over the line going forward? It's making sure if there's one mistake, it's not immediately followed by a second mistake. And if we do that in the games where we have done that, we've kept clean sheets and we've gone on and won games. Um, We'll always create chances. Every team in any football match will create chances. And we know after Saturday we need to create a few more. Um, And hopefully we'll set the team up against Squiresgate to do that on Saturday. Um, But certainly... You know, I'll, I'll keep saying it to, to give yourself a real good chance of winning the game. You're trying to concede as few goals as possible, and I think I would, I would say every goal we've conceded so far this year is a goal we've given to the opposition rather than the opposition has earned. So that's the main thing that I'm looking for us to improve on this Saturday. And if we can do that, we give ourselves a really good chance to win a game of football. Kickoff for the matches at the Bowl at 6 p.m. tomorrow. That's it for update. Compile from the resources of Max Radio's news department. Thanks to newsreader Lewis Foster, producer Rian Evans. After six tonight, Friday Sport Preview with Rob Pritchard. Greatest hits with Ruth Shimon is at 6:30. Swing Swing with Howard Kane at 9 p.m. After hours with Rian Evans at 10. If you're an update podcast listener anywhere in the world at any time of day or night, thanks for making update the Alamans most subscribed to news podcast. Thanks for listening. Andy Wint is back next week. Whatever you're doing tonight, keep well, stay safe. Jump aboard the time train and take a trip back to the 1960s on Carnaby Street every Saturday morning at half past eight with Isle of Man Railways. It's full of 60s hits and memories. On board the time train, Gladys the tea lady. Right, boys. Harry the driver. Hello, crispy old mate. Roger the fireman. All aboard Isle of Man Railways time train. Oh, and Raffles the dog. (laughs) And of course you and me. You can win tickets for two for one of the Isle of Man Railways fantastic dining car experiences. Carnaby Street, half past eight on Manx Radio on AMF online on smart speakers and all over the world at manxradio.com Take control of buying tyres and arranging vehicle servicing when you visit tyres.im where you can check out the wide price range, order your tyres online and book into Keyside Tyres for a fixed price or full warranty service. It's easy to book your slot at a time to suit from the comfort of your laptop or phone and you can even spread the cost over four months interest free. Find a wide range of services and book online now at tyres.im Southkey Douglas, don't delay, have safer tyres today. Keyside Make it look like you again.
Crossroads Manx Workshop helps islanders with disabilities and health conditions, providing paid employment, making a range of high-quality products. From benches and shelves to cabinets and tables, our team also work on custom projects such as engraving and company seals. Pop into our workshop in Douglas. Crossroads Isle of Man. Visit crossroadsiom.org. Today, more than ever, companies need to consider the health and well-being of their people. In response to growing demand, Zurich has enhanced its corporate customer offering in the HR employee benefit sector. Zurich's group Life and Income Protection now includes employee advice and support for a wide range of health and well-being issues, from bereavement counselling and family issues to mental health support and legal information. Help to maintain a happy, healthy and productive workforce with Zurich. Talk to your financial advisor today. Zurich International Life Limited is regulated with the Isle of Man Financial Services Authority to provide life assurance, investment and protection products under the Isle of Man Insurance Act 2008. With Ellen Van in Fuels, home heating oil is made easy. With our free smart monitoring system, you'll never run out or have to think about ordering. Our online accounts and easy payment plans make it really simple to manage. Ellen Van in Fuels can even help with new tanks, boilers and servicing. Combine all that with reliable, efficient deliveries, and we've got it covered. Just call us on 84-4000. in Fuels. Making life easier. During the colder months, it is important to keep yourself and your home well and warm, especially if you are older or vulnerable. Advice and support ranging from the best ways to keep warm to tips on reducing your home energy costs is available. Visit costoflivingsupport.gov.im or call us on 68 62 62. Enjoy a burst of flavour in smoothies, fruit salads and more with our new and exclusive Del Monte frozen fruit range. Exclusive frozen brands at ShopRite. 